If you're a business owner and you're wanting to grow your business, please make sure you head to Facebook and search for my No BS Business Hacks Facebook group. It's totally free and I share tips, tools, templates, and live trainings on all things sales, marketing, leadership, management, systemization, and more, as well as how to help you to perform at your best by optimizing your mindset as the business owner. So if you're a business owner, head across to Facebook via the link in the description of this podcast and join my free No BS Business Hacks Facebook group. So if you want to achieve more, this is probably one of the best ways of doing it, and it's a little hack that helps you to learn any skill in 10 hours or less. Welcome to The Underestimated Entrepreneur, where I talk about the many lessons, learnings, and tools that I've learned along my journey from being the private mindset and mental performance coach to rich listers, successful entrepreneurs, professional athletes, and more, all while running business and personal performance events for tens of thousands of people who want to get the best out of themselves and their lives. This is my way of helping more people to excel in life, build successful empires, and be the best that they can be. I hope you share and enjoy. In this episode, I'm going to give you some of my tips for speed learning and also how you can learn almost any skill in 10 hours or less, which will help you, especially if you're a business owner, because you've got to learn a lot of skills really, really quickly, especially in startup phase. Driven Mofos, welcome back to another episode of The Underestimated Entrepreneur. Now, for those of you who don't know me, I'm Michael Mojo, founder of Mojo Human Performance Institute and also Mojo Business Multiplier. The reason why I do these episodes is that most people waste their life and I just don't want you to be one of them. All right, before we start, I want to give a massive shout out to Ben Howard for our rating on Spotify. Also Kate Lum, who also rated us on Spotify and shot me a message as well. Rebecca, uh, thank you so much. And uh, Sam Doman. We also have, uh, these are all the people who have sent me messages on a post that I did on my Facebook page who said that they'd rated the podcast as well on Spotify. Also Jessica as well. A massive thank you to all of those who have been rating our podcast on Spotify and also on the Apple Podcast app, giving us five-star reviews. You're absolutely awesome. I really do appreciate it. Every time you give a rating, it helps us to get out to more people and it helps us to rank. So the more of you that are giving reviews and also giving ratings as well, which is where you just hit the little star button and it comes up with the star rating, the more that you do that, the more it goes out to more people and the more people we can help and get this information out to. So thank you for all of those of you who have rated it and also sent me a message to let me know that you've rated or reviewed the podcast as well. I really do appreciate it. All right, let's talk about how to learn a skill in 10 hours or less. Now, I didn't realize when I first started my business that you could learn things super quickly and that you need to, especially if you're in startup phase or probably earning under a couple of million dollars per year. You have to learn a lot. If you're in business, you've got to learn sales, marketing, branding, leadership, management, finances, like there's just so much to learn. And I've been in business for uh, this specific business for about 11 years now, and I'm still learning an absolute shit ton. In fact, I learn more now than what I've ever learned before. Um, if you are someone that just wants to achieve more in life, you need to learn and you need to learn really, really quickly, especially in this fast paced world. Now, when I was at school, learning was really, really slow. Hence why I probably had ADD and was kicked out of class because I was bored shitless. Because we're taught that learning is normally pretty slow and it's really methodical and it can get really boring for most people. So I had to retrain myself on how to learn. I actually didn't realize that I do better speed reading than what I do slow reading. Now, if you're someone with ADHD or ADHD tendencies, or even if you're just a normal everyday person, speed reading is actually probably more effective to learning than slow reading. What most people don't realize is you become more focused the faster you do something. So if you're driving a car and you're just driving at 60 kilometers an hour in standard peak hour traffic, you're 
your attention is probably dog shit. You're probably driving, focusing on other things. You're on the radio. You probably want to be on your mobile phone. You get distracted really, really easily when there's no reason to be focused. When you're driving fast, you become way more focused, especially if it's through a twisty, turny road that you haven't been on before. You become super focused. You put your phone away. You turn the music down. You become really, really intensely focused because you need to be. So when you're speed reading, your intensity and your focus amps up. So I find it actually easier and I'm way more focused by speed reading. There are a lot of different courses out there that you can do on speed reading. Some of them are good. Most of them are really crap. I have done some episodes before in this podcast about speed reading. You can go back and listen to them or or learning more effectively. But the faster you can learn, probably the more focused and the more engaged you're going to be, especially if you're one of those people like me that will start reading one page of a book really, really slowly because I used to think that I wasn't good at learning. I would start to read and as I start to read, I would become distracted. Then I would go back and read the first paragraph again. Then I would get down to the bottom of that paragraph, get distracted. My brain would think about other things. Then I would go back and read that first paragraph and I'd get frustrated because I thought, shit, I've read this paragraph like eight fucking times and I still don't know what I'm reading. Like I, I can't remember things. But it was because my brain was getting distracted. I was thinking about, you know, what was happening on the weekend, what I needed to get done today. Once I started speed reading and learning faster, my brain became more intensely focused on whatever I was learning or reading. So a lot of the time, if I'm listening to an audiobook, I will listen to it at three maybe two and a half times the speed, depending on how fast the person communicates. So I just found it way more effective to speed up everything. Now, I normally put headphones on when I'm listening to an audiobook because it's way easier to hear things and you don't get distracted by all the external sounds. So like, for instance, I read a book the other day just when I was mowing the lawn, chuck on an audiobook, crank it up to two and a half, three times the speed. And then I listen to it while I'm going through, while I'm doing the gardening or while I'm mowing the lawns. So by doing that, more focused. Then there are some other key things as well that when you learn, first of all, you want to have the belief that you can learn and you learn things really rapidly. Like you see something, doesn't matter what area of life it is, but you will see something in some area of life and you'll remember that thing. That shows that your brain can pick up information really quickly. So you've got to start by enforcing the beliefs that you're a good learner. A lot of people out there, because of the schooling system and the way that it's set up, isn't set up for most people. It's set up for a certain group of individuals that do really well and thrive in that environment. For most people, they're not going to do well in school and they're probably not going to do that well in university. They'll scrape by and they'll get great, but that doesn't mean that they're great at learning. It just means that they've scraped by and they've got their degree or whatever, or they've passed school. So first of all, just remember that the faster something is, the more attention you pay to it because you have to. The second thing is, is that when you're learning, you have to create a belief that you can learn and you do learn well. So sitting there going, oh, I don't like reading because you know I can't remember things and blah, blah, blah. The more you say shit like that, the more you reinforce a pattern of behavior that you can't learn. Then what will happen is you go to read a book and your brain kicks in and goes, oh, I can't read. Oh, and then it gets distracted by all these thoughts about what you can't do instead of what you can do. I had to retrain my brain and say, I'm a good learner. I remember shit all the time. It's just that in certain environments, I don't learn well. By doing that, I actually developed the skill of reading fast, learning things really, really quickly, learning things really, really effectively. Your beliefs are gonna drive your behavior. They're gonna drive the way that your brain works. So when you reinforce a pattern of behavior or a thought process like, I can't learn, I'm not good at learning, I was shit at school, I'm dumb, I'm not smart enough, I'm not really that intelligent, you're not gonna be able to learn. And I've had business owners who come in who are struggling in their business and they'll say things like, yeah, but Michael, I was dyslexic at school, you know, I I can't learn, I've got ADD, and they make up all these fucking excuses. I will turn to them and I'll say, if you listen to yourself, 
and this was a staff member, if I repeated this back to you as a staff member, would you accept that? Like if you had someone in your organization and you wanted them to do a job and they said, oh, but I can't learn. I can't, you know, I don't understand things, blah, blah, blah. If you say, if a staff member said all that shit, you'd fire them. Why are you saying it? You're supposed to be the leading example within your organization. So don't let yourself get away with that stuff. Be better, think better, do things better. So make sure you catch yourself on those limiting thoughts. Make sure you catch yourself on those verbalizations. Do not verbalize anything that you do not want to be true. Do not sit there and say to other people, I'm not good at learning. Once you do that, you are reinforcing an identity. That identity will become how you live. Don't do it. You can train yourself though through affirmations by saying things that are true. Now, if you've heard me on other episodes um, previously, I think most affirmations are bullshit. And the reason why affirmations don't work is because people lie. Your brain knows when you're lying. So if I'm fat and I say, I'm skinny, I'm skinny, I'm skinny, and I say that a hundred times, that's not going to make me skinny. But if I say that every day I find ways to improve my health, my brain might go, yeah, I'm, co- I'm cool with that. Let's Let's try that out. So we don't want to create false statements or or false verbalizations because our brain knows that we're full of shit. Like you can sit there and be broke and have bills sitting in your kitchen, like maybe on your your countertop, and you sit there and you're saying things like, I am rich, I am rich, because you read some book, and in the book, it's an affirmation book, and it says, if you just say that you're rich, you'll become rich, you watch The Secret and all that sort of stuff. That is not how your brain works. If I say that I'm rich when I'm actually broke, my brain's gonna kick in and go, "Uh uh-uh, you're lying. You know whether you're lying to yourself or not, unless you're a psychopath. Maybe some of you who are listening to this are a psychopath, I'm not sure. But my point is, you can't lie to yourself. You, You know what's true and what's not true. So don't use those types of affirmations. But you could say something like, every day I'm looking for ways to make better decisions financially. And your brain will go, yeah, cool. I like that affirmation. Let's test it out. But if you say I'm rich, your brain will go, you're not rich, man. You are poor as shit. You're a brokey. That is non-effective. Don't use those types of affirmations. They will lock up your brain. You'll feel like shit. And then after six months, you'll wonder why you're still broke or why you're still fat or why you can't get the results you want because your brain won't allow you to do it. So don't use those type of affirmations. Use progress affirmations, which may not be the end result, but they're helping you to get to the end result. Like I said, it could be something along the lines of each day I make better decisions financially or Each day I learn more about myself in regards to my health and my nutrition, something like that. Your brain will go, cool, let's test it out and let's see what happens. And so those affirmations work better than just those blanket statements that are untrue. So anyway, that's the second thing that we want to do. First of all, we want to make sure that the belief is correct. And also we need to know about speed. Speed makes us more focused. So the faster we do things, the more focused we become. Hey, Driven Mofos, if you ever want to have the video version of this podcast, which usually has more effects, visuals, graphs, and helps you to retain more of the information that I share, then check out my YouTube channel. I also share bonus in-depth training behind the scenes from some of our live events, plus interviews from some of the country's most successful people. So if you haven't already subscribed to my YouTube channel, then check it out via the link in the description of the podcast. Remember to subscribe to get the latest stuff. Now, if you want to learn something in 10 hours, you need to know what to learn. So when I learn, I tend to find what the real problem is. Now, most people deal with superficial problems. I have this happen every week in our business where one of the team comes to me and they say, here's a problem. Like it might be, let's say it's a customer. This customer is frustrated because of this reason. And I go, okay, cool. Well, why are they frustrated? And the team will go, Oh, I don't know. I didn't ask. And I go, why didn't you ask? Now, when I say that, that doesn't happen very often because a lot of what I do these days is training the team on these things. But a lot of people in just general society deal with these surface level problems. Like for instance, if you've got weight on and you can't lose weight, 
most people just go, well, you know, that's just how it is. Like I keep trying to lose weight and I can't lose weight. Well, that's a very blanket statement. That's a very surface level problem. There are a lot of people in business and they go, I can't find good stuff. Well, that's a very surface level problem. Let's dive below the surface and have a look at what the root structure is. So I always think about problems in relation to grass. If the grass is brown or it's starting to go ground, you want to have a look at what's going on in the root system and in the soil. If the soil's shitty and the roots are not effective, then the grass is going to be dry and dead looking. Now you can do, you can water that grass all you want, but if there's, I guess, not enough nutrients in the soil, then there's going to be a problem. You can paint the grass green, but that doesn't mean that the grass isn't still dead. Most people deal with superficial problems and they don't look at what's going on below the surface. We need to ask really effective questions to find out what's really going on below the surface. So what we want to do is we want to ask effective questions to find out what the real problem is. When we find out what the real problem is, then we can solve the real problem with a real solution. If you're dealing with superficial problems and you're trying to find a superficial solution to that problem, and even if you got that superficial solution, it would still be a shitty solution because it's not going to work long term or it's not going to work effectively. So we want to ask really good questions about the problem that we're dealing with. So when I learn, I just don't learn for any reason. I learn because I'm trying to solve a problem. So for instance, right now we are systemizing our business quite a lot and putting in the systems, there is a lot of gaps. So at the moment, I'm reading as much as I can about the implementation of systems, the building of systems, the building of process, the building of best practice, how to then communicate that effectively with the team. So I'm thinking about all the different areas of systemizing a business and then how I can learn as fast as I can about that so that then I can implement it with the team and also so I can do the tasks that need to get done. So I need to identify that. But the first thing was I knew that systems needed to happen in the business, but my biggest problem was my belief around the systems. So for me personally, I'm not a good systems person or I thought I wasn't. So I used to reinforce this belief or this pattern of behavior. I'm not good with systems. Now for most startup business owners, especially trade-based business owners, or even they might be, I've got a fair few clients who work in the healthcare industry or the medical industry. And a lot of them will say things like, yeah, but I don't like building systems. I'm not good at building systems. I don't understand them. And so they reinforce this process that they're not good at this thing. I was exactly the same. So by reinforcing that, I had to change my belief first. What I did though, was I listened to a lot of books first to try and find how they enjoyed building systems. So what I was listening to first was I wanted to find people who enjoyed building process and building systems in their business and then get their beliefs that they had and then start to communicate those beliefs to myself so that I enjoyed building systems. So I wasn't listening to how to build a system first. I was listening to why do these people enjoy building a system? What is it about it? Like, what do they say to themselves? How do they language it? How do they communicate these things? After I listened to a few different books with people that love building systems or process within their organization, I went, shit, I actually am way better at this because I are way better than what I thought because I was just doing it wrong. So once I started listening to these books, I went, the first thing that you need to do is brainstorm. I'm, I love problem solving. So in a process, you need to know what problem you're solving first of all. Then the second thing is you build a framework and a framework is a bunch of ideas that are put into a certain structure and it's got to be visual. So then once I realized that, I went, wow, I love building frameworks. I build them in my events all the time. So I started building these different frameworks for how we think through different things within our organization. At our business growth odyssey, I delivered a whole systemization and a whole framework on how to hire staff and attract world-class staff to your organization, how to attract them through the hiring process, how to onboard them so that they become part of the culture and also create a greater competency within your organization, how to help promote them, how to help them progressing through their career so that they end up wanting to do more and give more to the organization, and then how to exit them or get rid of them or fire them if they are the wrong people. I built a whole process around this, developing an organization chart, all of that during the last 
Odyssey that we had, our business growth Odyssey. And that was just building a framework. I started with a whiteboard and started mapping things out. And I really enjoy that process. I never thought that that was systemization. I thought it was these big clunky systems because that's what I saw in large organizations. So I saw them in big, 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 big businesses that had these huge books that were like documented process, which sucked that sucked to read. Once I realized that there was a better way of doing processes that suited things that I like doing, which is problem solving, mapping things out. Once I did that, I, I was able to build process really, really quick throughout our, our business, which then helps the staff. It helps everyone become more efficient, more effective, more competent. And instead of being one of those business owners that's always worried about cash flow, because there is so many leaking holes in the bucket where you put money in and money just leaks out everywhere. And then so you've got to keep trying to earn cash just to keep your head above water. It actually made everybody more effective, and more efficient. So I didn't have to earn as much or put as much money into the bucket in order to grow the business or to maintain the business. So that's how I learned. But I had to really identify what the problem was first. And for me, the problem was my belief first and then my understanding of how to build a process or a framework in a scenario that worked for me personally. So getting really, really clear with that problem was huge for me. Now let's talk about how to learn anything in under 10 hours. I really believe that you can learn anything in under 10 hours. Now there's the thousand hour rule or the 10,000 hour rule, uh, which Malcolm Gladwell spoke about, and it's spoken about in a lot of personal development groups or circles where people say things like, you need 10,000 hours to become an expert. That is probably true. Now, there are some people who learn faster. There are some people who learn slower, but you probably do need to do, let's just say 10,000 hours. I don't know where they got that number and that data from. I know it was done through bits and pieces of research, but I don't know how accurate it is. I think that it's very, that's very subjective. And I think that it's very subjective because it depends on your value system. There are people who've spent their whole life being shit at something. That doesn't mean that they haven't put in the hours. It just means that they're shit at it because it doesn't relate to their value system, doesn't relate to their purpose. It doesn't relate to their mission. It doesn't allow them to focus on the things that they need to focus on. They're just doing their job. Um, we've all gone into certain organizations or certain places and someone's been working there for 30 years and they are just shit at their job. So it's not just the amount of time. I think that it has a lot to do with their value system. It has a lot to do with their mission in life. It has a lot to do with their purpose in life and what they're trying to accomplish within their own life. So 10,000 hours to become an expert, but 10 hours for a skill. So as a business owner, I have to learn a lot of different areas and I have to learn a lot of different areas fast. So let's say it comes to finances and I need to learn how to read a balance sheet. I might have to read a profit loss and I might need to learn the cash flow statement. Well, I can hop on YouTube. I can hop on really YouTube. I can read a couple of books. If I power read or speed read those books and put them on three times the speed, I could probably read two to three books minimum in under 10 hours, depending on how big the book is or how long the book is. I also could hop on YouTube and watch a lot of different videos on profit and loss, on a balance sheet, and also on the cash flow statement. By that time, I will have a pretty good understanding of just how it works. That doesn't mean I'm an expert. It doesn't mean that I can do accounting. It doesn't even mean I'm good at accounting, but I have a good overall understanding of how that works. In marketing, if you need to learn marketing, like let's say it's Facebook ads. If I would just watch 10 hours of videos, super focused, and, and I will do this some days, I will just lock my door, I keep my blinds closed in the office so I can't see anything outside and I don't get distracted. I will put every video on two times the speed or as fast as I can get it to go. And I will just consume as much content as I can for about a 10 hour period. I take notes. I might have a break, like I'll have a lunch break. I might have a couple of, I might go for a walk or something. But just by doing that, what it does is it allows me to consume enough information to ask really good questions of other people and also to have a good basic understanding of how something works. So let's say then I go into a marketing meeting with a Facebook ad agency. I now have a weapon in my back pocket where I can ask really good questions. So they might say something like, we can run your ads. And I go, excellent. Do you, how, do, how do you know if you're getting a good result or not? And they go, well, we're gonna measure impressions. And I go, okay, but as an organization, I need leads. So how do impressions get me to leads? There's a big gap there. How do we go from impressions two leads. What do we need to do? 
And they might go, well, we can start to have a look at how many clicks we're getting. And I go, okay, but then what's the gap between clicks and leads? So now I can ask really good questions to start to make them think. Because if you don't think and you're the business owner, they probably won't think. So by asking really good questions, that's good leadership. And that's also good management. So I can learn multiple different areas within my business very, very rapidly by just putting in 10 hours of focus. And it doesn't matter what area, what the problem is, 10 hours. So that's how I learn really, really rapidly to try to understand something really, really quickly. If we're looking at buying a new CRM, I will, which is a client management system, if we're looking at a new client management system, I'll just do 10 hours of research on a client management system at two to three times the speed and that's it. And then I'll start to figure out what works, what doesn't work, what people like, what they don't like. I'll take some notes and then I'm able to ask effective questions from someone who is supposedly an expert in that area. But I will be able to find out pretty quickly whether they're full of shit or not because I can ask those questions and I have a good understanding around other people's problems, what the solutions are. Some other times as well, another little quick tip is let's say you're looking at buying something. What you can do is go and read the reviews. The reviews are a really good way once you've got a base understanding of finding out what people have problems with in those areas or, or with the solution that you're looking for or the product that you're looking for. And therefore you can ask really good questions when you go to buy a product or a service. You can say, hey, I've noticed that there, that there are a lot of people out there who have these problems with whatever it is that I'm buying. Tell me about how your product doesn't have these problems or run me through it. How, and what you're, what you're trying to understand is if this product or service has these problems also, or if they have a different strategy. And then over time, you can learn way more about it and you can start to develop your expertise. But most business owners need to learn really, really rapidly and they need to learn a lot about a lot of different areas, whether it's finances, whether it's marketing, whether it's sales, whether it's management, whether it's leadership, whether it's communication, whether it's their own self-development, whether it's looking after their own health. So you need to learn really rapidly. The 10-hour rule is a great little rule that I developed. I, I haven't heard of it anywhere, but I just noticed that around about 10 hours or under around 10 hours, you can pick up a lot of information really, really quickly if you just absorb a lot of information. I wouldn't recommend sitting there taking a lot of notes. Just listen and absorb. Any new topic that I want to learn, I will absorb before I start taking notes. Because what I found is that when I would sit there and listen intently and try to remember everything, that was a massive roadblock in my own learning and my ability to retain information. Because I was trying to remember everything. The goal isn't to remember everything. The goal is to absorb as much as you can so that then by the time you are really ready to learn something at a deeper level, you have a good base understanding of a whole bunch of different principles and ideas, and then you can start to absorb it faster. Anyway, Driven Mofos, I hope this helps. I do appreciate each and every one of you for sharing this podcast, for rating and reviewing the podcast. It's absolutely awesome to have such an awesome community of driven people. And like I've said before, the reason why I do these episodes is that most people waste their life and I just don't want you to be one of them. Anyway, thanks everybody. Have a great day. And I look forward to you joining me back here once again for another episode of The Underestimated Entrepreneur. (laughs) 